Warning, the following podcast contains coarse language and smooth yes. A martini shaken up. No! Shocking. Hello and welcome to Shaken Not Nerd, the weekly podcast where we talk about movies and we're essentially nerdy crap. Uh, and as in... Off script already. Off script already. Uh, and as Ian already alluded to, the person who did our intro, there is some smooth jazz in this episode. Ooh, smooth. It's not really so smooth. So smooth. 91.5. <laughs> smooth with Cameron Daddo. And joining me on today's episode is uh, it's Fuzzy Dan. How are you, Fuzzy? Oh, hello, Fuzzy Dan here. I'm not related to Cameron Daddo. I'm not a Daddo, but, you know, I wish I was a Daddo. The, you know, Get that Daddo Australian body. crime family. family um, are they crime family? Uh, I don't know, but they could be. Uh, they're <laughs> heart duty is what they have. They are the Australian equivalent of the Baldwins, um, the Daddos, because they're everywhere. Did I tell you? Oh, man, I forgot to tell you. I was re-watching uh, the TV show 24 recently. And one of the Dados shows up in uh, 24 as a vice president. What? Um, he was in there for like two episodes, but he's from like, he's from, he's from Turkish and his accent keeps slipping in and out of, uh, <laughs> of like, Texan, like really cheesy, stereotypical Texan accent to like Australian. Ew. And he can't hold it. It is so funny. Why Does he just they uh, get him to do that then? I don't know. There are so many Americans. Why would you pick a fucking Dado to be your fucking vice president? <laughs> Oh, there he is. I think it's like season five, whichever the one uh, it is with John Voight in it when they're in like uh, Washington. Um, yeah, it's pretty fucking amazing. So uh, check that out. I think it's, yeah, Cameron Daddo. It's one of the Daddos. There's like 50 of them, um, of which I am not one. So just to clarify, that's where that story was going. Uh, please <laughs> just, continue, duty. Just to make sure. We also have Tom. Hi, Tom. <laughs> Tom, are you Hello. a Daddo? I don't know how to follow that. Uh, sure. I could be a Daddo. I could be whatever you want, Daddy. Hey. Uh, daddy I guarantee you, I guarantee you they say that during sex. Oh, <laughs> call me daddy Call me daddy Come for me, daddy Come for me, daddy oh. <laughs> oh, Cameron, I'm Steve! Ah! <laughs> oh, Filth. gross. What an introduction. Uh, I got nothing. <laughs> How are you, Do you know there's, there's three daddos? Three? I thought you said there's like yeah. a... a they're like the Hemsworths. There's yep, Chris, there's Liam, that. and then there's Keith. Yeah, so there's there is Cameron Daddo, who everyone knows. He's the big, he's the main dad. Oh no, wait, there's four. Uh, there's Cameron, <laughs> there's Lockie, uh, Andrew, and Jamie. They're um, yeah, they, they all Jamie Daddo. You guys remember Jamie Daddo? <laughs> <laughs> remember Lockie Daddo? Oh God. No. <laughs> no I only does. know Cameron Data because he's on Smooth 91.5. This is very niche. Yes. <laughs> for all of our American listeners, they're like, what's a Dado? Uh, well, the, I, I would just say for anyone who doesn't know who, what a Dado is, they were the Hemsworths before the Hemsworths were thing. So, yeah. They, uh, they were the big guys even around shitter, the If it's possible. I'm trying to think of, like, another version of the Baldwins, but, like, worse. So then you could be like, well, the Baldwins are, like, you know, your high class. The Wahlbergs? The Wahlbergs, yeah. Because yeah. there's only one famous Wahlberg, let's be honest. 
Doesn't the other one own a Donnie. place? Donnie. <laughs> Donnie Wahlberg is the famous Wahlberg, yes. We all agree. <laughs> That's the one. How are you, Tom? <laughs> so well. Well. <laughs> Duty, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. I'm, uh, I'm very tired from staying up all night and editing and crap like that. But I'm good, I'm here. I'm, I'm eating donuts, which none of you get to have. I've become fuzzy. I've turned into fuzzy. I'm the donut guy. The donut guy. Well, you, you're the donut guy. I'm the donut king. So, uh, you know, <laughs> that's fine. You can keep your title. What's he the... was filling a hole. A donut hole, if you will. <laughs> a donut hole. <laughs> what's the... What's the uh, fuzzy's the lard lad and I've stolen his donut. Uh, Flanders has got it. Go knock over Flanders' oh, house. I'll give you lard lad in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Homer, where did you get that donut? I found it. <laughs> <laughs> Lady, he's putting my kids through college. <laughs> it's time to go to the news. Up in the sky, look! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's, it's a top ten news countdown! Number ten. I'm just saying I'm losing audio and the sounds are coming through, so I'm assuming that was number 10 that just played just yep, then. Yep, number 10. Ah, is right. <laughs> <laughs> the number 10 piece of news. The Umbrella Academy yeah. that I know that you are all enjoyed and loved and all watched all of season two has been renewed for season three. That's right, we're getting more of it. Have any of you actually finished season two? Yes. No. Uh, oh. My parents watched it and I was adjacent. So I saw <laughs> some of most of it. I know how it, it was, ends. <laughs> it, was a, it was interesting. I, I thought they the, the biggest problem that they had was they kind of threw away the uh, the ending of season one. And they're like, oh, we're just going to forget that even happened and we'll start it all over again. And they, they kind of continue the story, but there's none of the ramifications of the original. So I, yeah. I, it's a bit disappointing that that wasn't continued through. Um, so interesting to see what they'll do for season three, but I think they, you know, some of the character development was quite good. It just felt like they did the same thing again. That was the problem. Yeah, it's a little bit like I, I, I kind of like it. Well, it's supposed to be like the X Men a little bit, but they've kind of done what the movies did, and they kind of forget where they've come from. So well, they they have the same characters, and without that context of what's happened previously. Yeah, it just feels very like episodic almost. Yeah. As a yeah. season, it's just like, so nothing matters? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's more of an anthology of their characters rather than an actual continuous yeah. story. Because it's quite dark, so you, you automatically sort of assume that things have, you know, like you said, ramifications, but it doesn't. Yeah. So it kind of loses its punch. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the big one. Like, yeah, all the all of the sins of the first season are forgiven, so... yeah. yeah. We'll see how they go with season three. What did, what did you think of season two, Tom? I haven't seen it. That's why I asked if other people had. All oh, right, yeah, right on. Duty, what did you think? Of I, season two? I I don't watch crap. <laughs> oh, that's a fucking lie. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. That's a fucking lie. That's the lie of the year. <laughs> Thank you. I've worked hard for this Oscar. <laughs> Let's box that up and uh, replay that next time. Can we add that to the soundboard, please, Duty? Uh you can suck this wang. <laughs> Number nine. Number nine piece of news. The Witcher has now halted production due to positive COVID tests that happened during the week. 
So the latest victim to, of course, the positive COVID tests as we have seen over the past. I think most of the other stuff that we've been looking at has already started up again, but yeah, Witcher has stopped. So hopefully that doesn't push us back too much because I'm really looking forward to season two. Yeah, yeah. me too. I feel like season one was just like like a tester almost. They're just like, let's see if people like it. And obviously people liked it even though score-wise it didn't really do that well. But didn't it? I thought it did all right score-wise. Uh, not really. It got pretty mixed reviews, but... I think, I think it confused a lot of people. When I, yeah. I rewatched this again uh, a couple of weeks ago, and it's even knowing where it goes and, you know, the, the jumping all over the place, it, it's, it's a confusing story to watch in sequence. Yeah. yeah I would have much preferred if they'd done, like, a recut version where it's actually, okay, here's start to finish what's, what happens, rather than killing off characters in the first episode, bringing them back in, like, the fifth episode as a flashback. It's just all over the shop. So just one continuous story for the next season, please. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. And that's and the good thing is they actually listen to what people want, which is yeah. really refreshing. <laughs> Quite like video game developers, would you say? Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> but like even the small things, like people didn't like the bloody, I think it's the Nilf Guardian armor, which looks like ball sack. They're like, all right, we're getting rid of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the armor yeah. looked a bit meh. Yeah. And the, the hedgehog man. Yeah, there was a lot of things that like, I think this show could really benefit from some budget. That's you know what it could benefit from? More fucking monsters. Yeah, exactly. More monsters. They had like two monsters in the whole show. They need more. They more monsters, monsters, more boobies. <laughs> there was an orgy room, Tom. Yeah. 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 How many more boobies do you need? Yeah. More. <laughs> more. <laughs> if there was a decided lack Vincent of Vincent D'Onofrio just pouring yeah, sugar more. into boobs. More. <laughs> in, in water. <laughs> The problem was those titty episodes were too far in between. Yeah. Gotta space those titties out. I need an average of 1.5 titties at least per episode. Titty, get titty. Get more titties in here. (laughs) Tom's more just got me. Uh, you need to be a producer, mate. You need to get out of More. More. We spend all our money for monsters on titties. More. More. <laughs> Number eight. Number eight. Number eight. Number eight. Number eight. Number eight. I was watching what number his are we up to? <laughs> Uh, number eight piece of news: John Krasinski has come up with a new idea. <gasps> Badges week. We are not only getting Quiet Place two, but we are also going to get a spin-off, which will be written and directed by Jeff Nichols, who is behind the films Mud and Living. A blind I don't place. know these films. <laughs> Mud's Anyone? Good. Mud's good. Mud's no, good. Never heard of it. Um, so hang on, we've already had Don't Talk. We've had don't see. No, it's a don't hear. Don't it's, breathe. It's a, don't breathe. Don't, yeah, don't breathe. We, so it's going to be a don't hear movie because we had <laughs> Bird Box where you can't see see no evil, and then we've had speak no evil. Now we got to have hear no evil. So it's people walking around with headphones on and doing hand signals at each other and writing down things on chalk. <laughs> just like, but the audience can hear them, but they can't hear each other. So it's just them with like deaf talking to each other. Hey, <laughs> come on! There's a monster behind you. <laughs> Well, because I can't hear the monster, it won't come for. <laughs> That'll really just ruin any tension in a scene. 
I'm going to say I'm not too excited for this. It's like it feels very much like um, like we got with the Avatar movies where they're like, hey, guys, I'm going to do six more Avatar movies that you yeah. didn't really care about. The first Quiet Place movie was amazing. It was a, a fantastic cinema experience to go and watch when everyone's trying to be quiet and they're rustling their chips uh, all through the movie. <laughs> but, uh, like, you know, I, I, I'm reserving judgment on the next one until I, I actually see it. I don't need more spin-offs until yeah. you know if there's a property there to look into. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know how much more they can stretch out that idea. Like, Bird Box tried it and obviously failed. Um, Bird Box is okay. The silencing with... It was a... Oh, uh, was terrible. The, the guy with the teeth from Hunger Games. <laughs> the guy with the teeth. You know, Stanley Tooth that's teeth. the one. <laughs> I watched that one. That was the same premise where if you made noise, random birds came out and killed you. Yes. That, yes, that's what a quiet place is. Random birds. Oh, these things are <laughs> yeah, fucking weird-looking things. But these were like bat things that were like hidden yeah, inside a mountain that, or something. It was fucking terrible that movie. But I agree. I want to see a quiet place too. They should definitely now that cinemas are reopening in Victoria and it's all about us. They should let us watch it. Oh, what's supposed to come it's out? It's always all about us. Yeah. <laughs> it's supposed to come out. I think March, April of this yeah. year, and then all, you know, of course, the lockdown happened, and then they just. Pushed it to 2021, like, immediately. They didn't say, like... They didn't do the, the James Bond thing or the Wonder Woman thing, like, uh, three months from now. Uh, two weeks from now. Uh, eight months from now. Yeah. I just... I think a bunch of people got to see it. I'm a little bit jealous. Yeah, there were early screenings. <laughs> uh, also, there was also early screenings for Mulan. Uh, uh, before that Mulan, darlings. <laughs> God, that movie is awful. It was a movie. <sighs> was it a movie? <laughs> It was an extended TV show with a movie budget. Mm, <clears throat> yuck. Yeah. I'm, I'm moving on. <laughs> you go, I got the key, Okuro! Number seven. Number seven. Al, I know this is something that everybody on this is going to be super excited for. You guys, oh, you should, you should prepare yourself. <laughs> prepare your anus. Bloodshot <laughs> is getting a sequel. Oh, with Vin off. Diesel returning. What? What? How? What the actual fuck? <laughs> Did it end on a cliffhanger or something? Or like a, a you know, a potential no, sequel it ended, thing? it ended on him, like, uh, riding off into the sunset with his new girlfriend, um, like, to, you know, live his new life. Maybe the sun no. explodes. Like, uh, there's a hint. <laughs> how? Uh, why? So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, so I need to ask all of the questions: How, why, what, when, who, the other one? Yeah, all of those. <laughs> all right, uh, Bloodshot, Vin Diesel. Apparently, went well on video on demand services. That's because there's I nothing new out. <laughs> mm. Apparently, yeah, I think Sonic's done quite well as well, due to you know it was like one of the last movies released before lockdowns, and it's actually done like pretty well box office wise as well as rental wise yeah because it's a pretty good kids movie yeah <laughs> it's, I'm, I'm like it might not be for, for adults it's definitely a good fun kids movie they enjoyed it so yeah funny kids in their toilet humor <laughs> grow up <laughs> hey you, you are disparaging the movie of the year so far <laughs> so far it's over we've called it <laughs> we, haven't, we haven't seen many movies this year no, no. Did you, you guys, oh, the, the cinemas have been open. Fuzzy, you got to talk about that. The cinemas are open. You went to the movies. What'd you see? They are open again, and it is just, it's just good to be Hang on, hang on. we got, we got to make sure this isn't in Tom's news. Tom, you don't have Fuzzy going to the movies in your news? I do not. Okay. 
yes, no, it is. Uh, it's just good to be back at the movies, man. I just enjoy being somewhere where where, where people weren't there are seats. <laughs> And other people and overpriced popcorn. <laughs> oh man, there was like twenty people in the cinema as well. So and they've got it all spaced out, so you can't buy seats behind somebody or next to somebody. Or like it's it's bizarre. It's just like going on a like a regular day when there's no one else going to see the movies. So yes, very very interesting cinema going experience. But good to be back. Paying too much money to watch normal movies. And the movie was. I'm going this ooh, afternoon. Ooh, what's on the what's on the uh, cards for you? <laughs> it mm-hmm. has to be. It's the only movie worth watching right now. It's right? the only one on there. <laughs> I, I, I don't feel like watching Freaky. I know that Duty wants to see. I'm excited to watch Freaky. It looks fucking cool. Uh, it's Freaky Friday, and yeah, I'm over Vince Vaughn though. Uh, <laughs> I was over him since fucking Jurassic Park two, but <laughs> still, hey, he did dodgeball. <laughs> yeah, what else is he? I'm, 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 I'm going to say that. They keep cutting out. This is not good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 I'm here. Uh, are you? <laughs> Tom just said it's uh, it's good that well, being Freaky Friday is not a positive for this movie. It's it, yeah, I don't know who likes Freaky, Freaky Friday? Friday. Yeah, Freaky Friday is not a positive at all ever. What's wrong with Freaky Friday? <laughs> it's not good. Oh, it was. It's a bit of fun. <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis, Lindsay Lohan, they swap bodies. Ah, Lindsay Lohan. Remember her before Coke? <laughs> Don't you put this on Coke. <laughs> I do blame Coke. Coke has no problems with this. I'd rather smack my head against the wall for two hours than watch that film, to be honest with you. Yeah. Would you, okay, would you rather Lindsay Lohan or would you rather fucking Doom? Yeah. Doom. What? Really? Really? Yeah. Hot Lindsay Lohan or Doom? Wait, yeah, are we I... watching Parent Trap now? Oh, 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 yeah. oh. Double Lohan. But, but Fuzzy, Tenet, was it, was it good? It got such mixed I'm reviews. I'm going to reserve judgment until other people have seen it, so okay. I don't want to talk about it. Oh, I'm not going to see it. So I'll fine. probably go see it. Yes, good idea. Right, moving along to the next piece of news. Number six. Number six piece of news. We had confirmation during the week that Sylvester Stallone is part of the Suicide Squad movie. Now, uh. (laughs) Now, uh, yeah. Hooray! He's got (laughs) nothing. Quickly, something quippy. Someone say something quippy. Hey, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Who's he going to play? Well, it doesn't really matter, mate. They've got enough characters in that fucking movie to sink a ship. Um, I think they just wanted him to put him in there so they could kill him, to be honest. Well, he was in he was in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Uh, that's yeah. correct, he was, yeah. Yeah. I just want to see him die, I'll be honest with you. Uh, well, you can. Oh, he doesn't die in Creed Two. No, doesn't he die retires. in nearly enough things. Uh, he's, he's one of those people that's probably got it in his contract that he can't die in films. It's like you know, Vin Diesel with the Fast and Furious movies. He can't lose a fight. So yeah, I, just, I don't know, man. I'm, they've got enough. This movie's too much already. I'm I'm already sick of it. 
<laughs> I just I just want him to get Will Smith's line from the original one. Wiki Wawa. I just want the film to end with him going, it's some kind of suicide squad. <laughs> <laughs> I would lull if it ended on that. You know he's going to be like in a in a in like a cameo or a fun creative spot though. He's not going to be like a, a yeah. main thing because he he wasn't in Guardians too. He he played um, one of the Ravagers. I, I thought he was a, a fairly significant role. Not yeah, you know, not a lot of screen time, but it was still a fairly big role for uh, Yondu's um, motivations within that movie. So I think it kind of drove a lot of that. So he does a lot. It was, with, with it was, yeah, it was important for the ending of the movie. Yeah. For a feeling of completion, I guess. Yeah, I, I don't think uh, Stallone gets out of bed for little roles, mate. He's not coming in there for a two-second cameo. Well, you know, it takes him that long to probably get out of bed now. He probably should. <laughs> <laughs> Needs some more HGH. <laughs> That's what, it, he's not allowed to come to Australia anymore because of steroids, isn't it? Like, he's banned from Australia? No, he's, he's not banned. He got uh, one of his uh, his assistants got busted with a bunch of HGH in his bag when he was filming Rambo. Um, so yeah, no, he's not banned, but I think his assistant is. <laughs> <laughs> Just like Johnny Depp's dogs. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, the dogs aren't allowed back in, so no more Amber Heard. What a shame. <laughs> gotcha, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Number five. Number five piece of news. David Fincher has signed a four-year exclusivity deal with Netflix. So this could bring all his stuff, well, does bring all his stuff for the next four years exclusively to the platform, which is pretty cool. I don't know. Well, because his latest thing was he was um, heavily involved in Mind, Mindhunter, I believe, mm. and that just got cancelled. <laughs> Just really disappointed. I liked that show. Well, he said he no. He actually said he wasn't planning on doing anymore. Oh, really? Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, no, no, no. Typical Netflix stuff, mate. It's uh, you get two seasons and then we'll cancel it inexplicably. So, yeah. but uh, yeah, unlike what's that? That stupid show? Oh, Emily in Paris. Emily in Paris. That sounds like a porno. <coughs> oh, can't get Paris. <laughs> Parisians. Parisians yes, were yeah. very offended by it because they made them off to be all asshole. Oh, don't worry. There's something even more offensive, Tom. Netflix came out and said that uh, it's supposed to rhyme. It's supposed to be a rhyming name, so you're not supposed to say Paris. You're supposed to, supposed to say Paris. So it's Emily in Paris. Oh, oh my man. god. <laughs> And, and possibly the most wanky uh, tweet of all time. So uh, I told them to burn the tweet down um, and got no response. <laughs> you do have some good um, tweets every now and then. Watching your Twitter is pretty fucking funny. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's just, oh, wet, man, that thing got renewed for a second season and apparently everybody fucking hates it apart from just, like, you know, wanky tweens. So, yeah. Yuck. Yeah. The fact that Mindhunter's not coming back, which is an amazing show. I love that show. It's a lot of fun. Um, is is a bit of a travesty. Chris Angel Mindhunter? <laughs> <laughs> now that's a joke. We're going to jump this gorge. Oh, my God, that fucking video. <laughs> he sent me a couple months back. Fuck. Oh God. Need to put that on the Have community. you guys seen that clip? It's like his greatest trick ever, and he, like, jumps a gorge on, a like, a motorbike or something, and he's supposed to land on this tiny little thing He's supposed in the to middle. land inside a fucking cage. Yeah. 
and like his yeah. whole magic trick is basically a CGI explosion comes out of nowhere and covers the screen, and then he's just suddenly in the cage. <laughs> <laughs> what magic! It is fucking hilarious. Oh, so it reminds bad. me of those old uh, David Blaine spoof videos. Have you seen those? Yes. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. The staring. <laughs> oh my god, it's George Vanta. Cheese it. Jesus! Jesus! So good. He just keeps Such staring good. into the camera, just all weird. <laughs> With his drawn-on goatee. It's yeah. Just great. It's so uh, Classic. Oh, yes, but yes, Netflix. <laughs> I mean, I'd like Netflix to do more spoofy magicians, sure. Sure. Apparently Mindhunter's very good, though. A lot of people love it. I've got to get around to watching it. It's very good. Well, good news is it's got a limited run. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> once you once you watched it, you're done with it. Like Firefly. Oh, God. I didn't even like it the first time. <laughs> oh, well, this show's cancelled now. <laughs> like, you, you don't even understand how many of our audience you offend. <laughs> you don't go after Firefly. Firefly is mediocre at best. Don't at me. Mediocre! <laughs> All right, well, may as well wrap up the show today. (laughs) We now have a choice for the Listener Pop Culture Podcast, and clearly they picked the one with Ian in the title. (laughs) Tom, uh, I'll play the sound for you again. Number four. The number four piece of news, Google is launching a virtual treasure hunt for free movies. Google, in collaboration with the British Film Institute, is going to start releasing clues for you to search in Google Maps to find and watch films like Skyfall, Shaun of the Dead, Phantom Thread, and Wallace and Gromit, Curse of the Were-Rabbit, for free. One catch, you do need to connect to a 5G network. <laughs> so that's not coming to Australia. Well, that's the thing, is it speaks about, like, in collaboration with the British Film Institute, nowhere in there did it say that it wasn't worldwide, and it actually says that you could watch them from anywhere in the article. So that was originally what I was thinking, that it may be only UK, but it, from the article it seems to say across the board. But, so how does it work? So you go into Google Maps, it, so Google will give clues. Yeah. And then you go into Google Maps and you have to find the locations. And then I'm assuming from there, once you find the location, it's just like a download link or a stream link and you watch it. And that's how you get the movie. But like if you if you leave those, say it's it's like, you know, specific GPS coordinates to watch Shaun of the Dead or whatever the fuck it might be. And you can't stay in that coordinate for too long. Like, I I can't stay, you know, six feet in water uh, all day watching Shaun of the Dead. Like, you know, if you leave the coordinates, does the streaming stop? No, well, it said once you find it, you can watch it from anywhere. Ah, oh, yes, you did say that. Said. Sorry, yes. No, I was, I was so this surprised. is kind of like geocaching meets Pokemon Go meets movies, right? Yeah, meets yeah. lazy people who don't want to, who don't need to leave their house. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> Excellent. Pokemon Go without the exercise. <laughs> well, no one can yeah. go outside anywhere at the moment anyway, so it makes sense. Yeah, it's well, true. Weekend. Weekend, yeah. Ha <laughs> ha. Suck <laughs> at the rest of you who are dying. <laughs> yeah, fair. <laughs> that was from Ian. I was just, you know, paraphrasing. <laughs> I'm gonna get a lot of hate this episode. <laughs> Firefly wishing people would die. Wow, speaking of wishing people would die, Firefly. <laughs> that was pretty good. I got up in the morning and made myself a piece of toast. I sent the toast to this number three. 
medium brown. Alrighty, number three, we have our first and only trailer, which is the trailer for Big Mouth season four. Now, the first three seasons were obviously massively successful. I personally love them. I think they're great. So I'm excited to see the fourth season of this show. Yeah, I Anyone love this else? show. I reckon it's really good. It's mm. clever. It's um, uh, the only good thing Kristen Wiig's done is being a talking vagina. <laughs> it's harsh. She was in Bridesmaids. That's not a good movie. <laughs> Bridesmaids is a great movie. It's not. It's wow. Really, it's really Wait, wasn't it? Wasn't it? What's her name? I thought it was Amy Schumer. No, she is a talking vagina. Fuck. <laughs> 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 uh, we, we lost the Firefly fans. And, the oh, and we lost the Amy Schumer fans. So none of them. <laughs> Just Amy Schumer. <laughs> <laughs> so, Phil, thank you for continuing to yeah. <laughs> you can, If you listen quietly, you can hear Phil clapping. <laughs> anyway, Gosh. Big Mouth. I, do, I really like the show. It's, it's really original. It's different, mm. and I think the characters like between each seasons and shit like that as well. Like they're actually like you, know, unlike the Simpsons and all that sort of stuff like that. Like the characters are actually growing like as characters themselves, but also like physical attributes. They're growing in height. They're actually going through puberty and all that sort would of stuff. Would you say like that. that they're going through changes? I would. <laughs> going through changes. <laughs> it's a fantastic intro. <laughs> Uh, I, I look, there, there is a reason that some of those shows don't age their characters so they can continue to make them for years and years to come. Um, and as The Simpsons is showing, uh, that's probably not the best idea. So, you know, given that this has got like a finite time frame on it, um, you might get, you know, five to eight seasons out of it. I think that's probably good. But, you know, I'm glad that you guys like it because I fucking hate it. It's uh, not. Really? I predict you right now, if they want to continue with seasons, all they have to do is go teen pregnancy. And then they just jump oh, forward a couple yeah. of years. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think they probably like they've got they've got a ma- like a magical formula right now. If you change the formula, I think yeah, yeah, I don't know. There's this dude five to eight seasons, totally fine. That's a that's a perfectly good length of time to to run yeah, a show. And I think. I think after that, you start running out of I, I genuinely good ideas. I agree. I don't want it to get dragged on. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't want it dragging on. I think it's a really good concept and, like, if it had a tight release, like you're saying, like, a finite amount of episodes, I'd be happy with that. Mm. And the the characters in fucking Big Mouth are fucking fantastic. (laughs) You want me to teach you how to masturbate? I just pull on my winky till salsa comes out, but be careful, it's extra spicy. (laughs) (laughs) So fucked. Got it. Uh, I think think it's really helped because... By the fact that they've got an amazing cast of characters like the voice actors they are oh, yeah. pretty funny people and they all work together on a regular basis doing good stuff so i think that helps a lot um with the the context of the show it's a it's a shame because i do like most of the people that uh, do the voice acting just not in this context i think it's like one of the one of the, and it's in the first season like jason manzoukas teaches you how to have sex with a pillow and he's like i put two bags of refried beans into ziploc bags and put them in the microwave for 45 seconds so they're <laughs> lukewarm <laughs> just like fuck it the show is pretty fucked. It's yes. fucking fantastic is what it is. Uh, moving on to the next piece of news. I can't remember the number. Oh, I remember now. Number two. Number two. We actually have a rumor Thurman for number two. 
Through my Thurman. Oh, that worked relatively well. I stayed out of it, that's fine. For this one, it is that Warner Brothers are uh, eyeing Mad Nicholson, Mads Nicholson. Mads Mickelson. Do you want to try that again? Nads <laughs> Mickelson. I didn't say Nads. I know. <laughs> that's what I heard. I did not say that. I gotta say, this, this is unrecorded. If I said it. Nads Mickelson. <laughs> about it. Love to milk my Nadselsons. <laughs> um, to replace Johnny Depp as Grindelwald in the Fantastic Beasts franchise. Mm. I just think so, Johnny Depp. We, we definitely have to call him Nads from now on, right? <laughs> I didn't say Nads. That's <laughs> <laughs> his new name. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just... I just let it die, honestly. I think they just need to just let this series die. It's not doing well. Everything's gone wrong. It's time to abandon ship. Well, so you got, um, of course, Johnny Depp, who has been asked to leave, and he he's left. He accepted the terms and left. Apparently, they paid him out. They they did pay him out, yeah. Um, but was it Ezra Miller is also in some form of trouble as well. There's mm-hmm. videos of him beating up someone or something like that. Oh, yeah, he got into a bar fight and beat up a woman in, like, Norway. So, yeah, that wasn't good. Um, I I was saying to to Mrs. Dude, like, imagine if these were Harry Potter films. Like, the cunts would be going from the first grade to the fifth grade between movies. Like, as grueling as it might be, have the all-film script written at once and then just, like, film them consecutively or, like, you know, a year between and stuff like that. Like, they probably even started filming this one. Yeah, they haven't. And, you know, the the most recent one released, what, like, what, two years ago? It's, it's too late. Just call it. Call it. Harry Potter's dead. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, J.K. Rowling no. needs more money yeah. to say awful things about people with other, you know, persuasions on Twitter. She needs to do things, and she <laughs> needs money to, to support it. <sighs> yeah. It's true. <laughs> no, no, no one's going to see this film when it releases due to the fact of... I don't know. A lot of people will just keep seeing these movies because right. Harry Potter. Yeah, the potheads, mate. They they will get right into it. <laughs> they they're fucking ravenous for this stuff. New Harry Potter content, like when they did the fucking musical, and yeah. you know, oh yeah, it's, you're not just seeing one musical. You have to buy two different tickets to do different shows over like six weeks of fucking viewing, and they still do it. Actually, not a musical. It. It's a theatrical production. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> And it's pretty mediocre, having seen it. It is pretty mediocre. Mediocre! <laughs> well, like, yeah, like, Mon's a pothead. She doesn't give a fuck for Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. She doesn't give a fuck for whatever the, the Cursed Child or whatever the fuck it was called. There are some hardcore fans out there, though. There are. There are some hardcore mm. fans. Like, you, you think there are Star Wars nerds? There are the same thing in Harry Potter Land. I don't believe you. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> So, Dude, when the when the books came out, um, I was dating a pothead at the time, and she uh, she made me go to a, a midnight. <laughs> she made made me go to a midnight book reading, um, so oh. everyone would sit around and take turns to read a chapter. Please, and please, please go into more detail of this. I need. Uh, we need. We need this fuzzy. <laughs> Wait, How just long? people in the crowd. No, no. So, like, it was a bunch of her friends who were all potheads as well. So everyone went and got a copy of the book. It's very it smoky. <laughs> And went back to someone's place, and we sat around, and like everyone, like took turns of reading out loud the uh, uh. the chapters from the book. Um, so I got drunk and fell asleep in the corner because <laughs> I was bored. <laughs> but yeah, I've uh, it, it it fucking happened. That's what they did before movies were around, kids. <laughs> well, movies, movies, movies existed. <laughs> it feels like an English class. <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I fell asleep during English class. Too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got drunk and fell asleep from the court. <laughs> Back oh, just crazy. So those are the people that will go out and see anything that comes out with a fucking Harry Potter tag to it. Yeah. Like, I will say it's an interesting world, but it's just so oversaturated and it's, 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 poorly it's, done. I like the concept of seeing the American side of the wizarding world. I think that's cool because we had a fuckload of England and British tea with Harry Potter. Now we're seeing, you know, the American side of it, which I, I'm like, cool. We're seeing fucking Tommy guns and mafia styles too. Like, I like that time. Well, we saw that. Thing. We saw that in the first one. The second one was in Paris, wasn't it? Yeah. And it was like, oh, the, oh, oh sorry, Paris. Paris. Uh, Johnny <laughs> Depp in Paris. Emily. Um, but it's just like, is it, can anyone remember anything of the last movie? Nope. No. no well, the snake, uh, Nagini, actually. Yes. Oh yeah. That was, th- yeah. That's it. And yeah. there's um, Lenny, Lenny Kravitz's kid, Zoe Kravitz. Uh, yeah. Yes. And the woman who could read minds. You could read minds. And she joined Donny <laughs> Depp. Well, I feel like, can everyone remember anything? It's just like, now let me tell you the story. <laughs> <laughs> there's a snake, there's Johnny Depp, there's a chick who can read minds, and they're in Paris. I mean, Look, that, I- that's the that's title for the film right there. I, I, I mean, yeah, I, th- I think we're all in agreement that this franchise is dead. Nads Mickelson uh, is not required for this next one uh, because the movie shouldn't be made. Why not bring back Colin Firth? I don't think... I think they said he didn't want to do it. But, like, <laughs> it, it, when Colin Firth doesn't want to do your movie, you know you're in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look, to be it. fair, having seen the first two of it, I kind of just have you seen the th- we haven't to... seen the third yet <laughs> only two have been released so I said the first two of it yeah he said the first two he yeah. was about to finish duty you cut uh... him off <laughs> I kind of want to see it end though so like if it comes if this is like the last one they're doing I'll five be... stop stop yeah, they're doing five, they're doing five. <laughs> yeah. yeah I forgot about that yeah five. yeah they need to just How? reel it back how, like, what are they going to do? We are divulging on this piece of topic for a little while now. But what are they going to do to explain how someone goes from Johnny Depp to, to Nads Mickelson? Magic. It's literally it's a, a magic, magic, magic Yeah, a wizard did it. <laughs> exactly. Polyjuice potion. There you go. Yeah, but then well, he has to keep sipping it. Maybe. Like, that was the whole premise for, like, the, the third Harry Potter thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Remember, he was drinking polyjuice for the entire movie. But that means we have to have Nads Mikkelsen doing Johnny Depp mannerisms. They won't acknowledge it. They won't acknowledge it. They won't. It'll just be him. Dressed up to look like that character. They did it with War Machine. Yeah. They did it with the... um, the And none of you noticed, you racist motherfuckers. (laughs) Yeah, they did. Yeah, Yeah, Tom going, yeah, I did. (laughs) Oh, you might... I look different because of reasons, you know? (laughs) Just shut up and go with it. What type of reasons? Contractual. (laughs) (laughs) Well played. All right, we've we've sat on this for a while. Tom? Yeah, no, so because I think because you have the jazz going in the background, when you play the sound effects, like cut out. Uh, <laughs> so I had no idea when that ended. <laughs> it's a good thing we got the jazz thing. <laughs> Worth it for jazz. Worth it for the jazz. I'm going to re-listen to this, and I really hope it is worth it for the jazz, because it sounds really loud when you talk and comes through. <laughs> well, 
uh, we'll find out. You'll find out. Yeah. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen back to this episode. We could use the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> the number one piece of news. I know. I am super excited for this. Constantine two has been announced by Peter Stomare through an Instagram post saying that a sequel is in the works. I personally love the first one and really hope this is true and he's not just toying with my emotions because please, please don't. I'd be pretty keen as well, yeah. I quite like the first one. Tom has emotions? (laughs) (laughs) Toy with me. I just want to see Peter Stormare as the devil again because he was fucking amazing. That scene, the scene at the end where he's walking through with the white linen suit and he's got the oil on his hands and his feet. Oh, he's not wearing any so shoes. Cool. It's so He was so badass. Uh, yeah, give me more devil. I have to rewatch it because I don't remember much of what actually happened in it. That had Rachel Weisz in it from the moment, didn't it? Weiss. Weiss. Not Weiss. <laughs> what the fuck? It's like, it's like the ice cream. Ronald Wisely. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, man. The, the chick from the mummy. Whatever. This is uh, the first yeah, one. She was an enemy at the gates. Yes. I watched it like a month ago. Enemy at the gates. Still fun. No. <laughs> <laughs> the movie we're talking about. Um, yeah, I, I, I remember a lot of... Uh, I, I personally don't care, but I remember a lot of comic book nerds got pissed off because Constantine doesn't look like Constantine. Who cares? I mean, he doesn't know. <laughs> People look like different in things. That's... Also, yeah, the entire film's different than the actual comic book. Anyway, because in I'm pretty sure in Constantine the actual, but so what, what's the comic? The, the comic book is Hellblazer, isn't it? It was originally Hellblazer. Now they're Constantine because it's a DC run. Yeah, so in Constantine, Lucifer isn't actually even a character in Constantine because at the same time they had the Lucifer, the other Lucifer running, the one that they actually turned into the TV series. Ah, uh, yeah. So I th- so I think in Constantine the main villain or the big bad is the first of the fallen or something, and he's not he's Satan, but he's not Lucifer. So, you're right. Well, there you go. A little knowledge nugget for y'all at home. Tom knows about Constantine. <laughs> Someone's been watching Lucifer. <laughs> <laughs> and doesn't he have the same weapon as fucking Van Helsing? Hugh Jackman's Van Helsing has the crossbow that rapid fires. No, it's a gun. Is it a gun? He has the uh, the uh, the shotgun that looks like a cross. It's the it's fucking amazing. He kills things gun. with the powers of cigarettes. I need to. I actually. Need, I don't <laughs> think I've seen the himself. whole film. <laughs> I think I've only seen bits and pieces. Yeah. Uh, look, I, I enjoyed that uh, the Constantine movie. I thought it was quite fun. Um, and you know, having not read the books and seen the character prior to that, I think it was good not going in with that bias. Yeah. Um, yeah. There were things that could have been changed about the movie. Absolutely. Some of the CG was a bit rubbish now, but there was a lot of fun stuff in there. There was a lot of like you know putting hands into people's chests and you know electrocuting people so they could see to the other side and yeah it was I thought it different was fun. Like, it'll be good to see I think they made him more of a he felt like a spiritual detective more than he did like a guy like an actual magician and I think they like the the comic series and all the rest of it have it make him out to be like a full-on magician like you know almost Doctor Strange level um, so yeah, I think it'll be cool to see how they develop the character. And now, is it Keanu? They, is he coming back for it? It's only just been that Instagram post. Okay, yeah, but so, yeah, he'll do anything. Could be Ned Mickelson. I just hope that they don't bring in Shia LaBeouf again. He's in the no, film. He was, he was he? in the first one. Oh, oh, actually, yeah. I think he died. Never mind. Thank God. Spoilers if anybody watches it. Yeah, <laughs> he was the cab driver. Yeah, it's not fun. All right. There was a cab driver. 
So, but w- yeah. will, it, will it run the risk of essentially now just being John Wick with demons? I'm okay with it. I'm totally fine with that. <laughs> I see no fucking problem with John Wick with demons. That is absolutely fine. In fact, green light it right now. Yep. <laughs> I just heard Hollywood just like screaming with the joy in the background. Was that Hollywood or was that Phil? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Like that's. I, I. I think they can do a really good job with this one now. Bring it on. Yeah, I'm pretty keen. Yeah. All right, Constantine. Hmm. Constantine, groovy. I, 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 I know nothing of Constantine besides he's supposed to be British and have a tan trench coat and cigarettes and a tie. British. He's British. British. And with that, news complete. He's Well done, Sam. Sorry, I was uh, half stretching. Uh, well, this episode is brought to you by, of course, Incognito Comics. Ian and I are currently in the studio, and this week I've been reading yet again another crossover book. I'm on a crossover high this year, I think. I've been reading a lot of crossover books. Fuck you it. are cross. Oh, no, I've gone cross-eyed. Um, I'm currently reading Ghostbusters Cross Ninja Turtles, which is fucking awesome. Um, it's essentially, uh, the, the book starts off with uh, Donnie and one of his smart mates in the Ninja Turtle timeline playing with uh, a temp- uh, teleporter to go, essentially, to move around the city real quick rather than actually moving around the city traditionally. Uh, they accidentally flip a switch and they end up in New York of the Ghostbusters time and they have to help take down a, uh, a ancient Japanese sort of warlord ghost that has uh, tr- teleported alongside the turtles into the Ghostbusters time. Uh, so it's pretty cool that you get some really cool interaction between... Um, uh, shit, what's his name? Uh, Dan Aykroyd and... Uh, Bill Murray? Nah, not Bill Murray. The the, the smart guy. I've forgotten his name. Venkman. <laughs> Um, yeah, so uh, Ray and Venkman and Donatello are all like talking science and shit like that, while Bill Murray's just like hanging out with Raphael and Michelangelo. Bill just... Murray's Venkman, isn't he? Oh, ah, who the fuck am I? Um, Ray, uh, Dan Aykroyd and um... Egon. Egon. No way. Yeah, yeah, Egon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so they're all talking smart stuff, and, you know, how to, how to you know catch the ghost and how to go back to their timeline while Bill Murray's hanging out with Michelangelo and Raphael eating pizza and just talking shit about them. Um, so it's 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 actually a really cool, well dynamic book because you generally have sort of the the two smart guys for the the Ghostbusters, and then you have Bill Murray, and then you have the the military marine guy who takes things very strategically. Where on the turtle side, you have sort of fun, serious leader, and then nerd, and it's it's kind of fun seeing the nerds interact with each other. The the you know, sort of the leaders sort of leading, and then just Bill Murray just being Bill Murray, which is it's okay. Fun. Now I've got to ask a question: yes. Which of the Ninja Turtles gets a blowjob from a ghost? <laughs> None of them, unfortunately. Oh, what's no, yeah, I mean, it's not really a crossover there. <laughs> Rudy, you could have just lied to us to make us feel better. Just unsubstantiated no, shell and whips it out. I like hearing your your the fun leave your body and feed can, can we just go back to the fact that Ian just said unzips his shell and whips it out yeah. I was just... thinking the same how else do you get it out guys oh, like, like a turtle head it just you know, pops in and out it's poking it where does it come out of <laughs> the zipper hole how do turtles have sex <laughs> how do they have well, sex well, how do they have sex your theory is how do turtles fuck <laughs> is Tom just making the turtle noise yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it is it is a really cool book um so essentially as soon as i finish i'm on the last uh, chapter of that at the moment which is pretty fun uh and uh spoiler alert donnie gets equipped with a uh with the the ghostbusters weapon the Ooh. the plasma cannon or whatever the fuck it's called um so it's pretty cool it's also done by the Proton same Tax. that's the one 
Have you watched a Ghostbusters movie before? Dude, I'm, just, I'm reading like four books at the same time. I mean, I thought Christian Wiig was really good in it. <laughs> no. Bad. <laughs> um, and it, it's it's pretty cool as well because you get the, the comedy with, with uh, Bill Murray and Michelangelo and the only thing Mikey wants to do is turn the siren on inside the Ecto-1. Like, every chance he gets like, can I please turn the siren on? No. <laughs> um, and when he finally gets to do it, it's just like, it's a great laughing page. Like this, this book is made to, to read and laugh. Um, so I'm reading yeah, that at the moment. Page. <laughs> uh, I'm reading that at the moment, and I'm also reading uh, Batman Ninja Turtles crossover book three, which is pretty cool. Um, so and going on in that, it looks like um, Kang the Conqueror has somehow f- found a way to merge both the Turtle universe and the Batman universe together. Uh, so the Shredder merges with the Joker and becomes like a warlord sort of criminal. Uh, Batman is more of a ninja than he is sort of a vigilante sort of thing. And Batman's Robins are the Turtles. Um, so it's it's actually really really cool. So sort of like Raphael is like the Red Hood, uh, Donatello is like one of the Robins, uh, Michelangelo is like Nightwing. It's a it's a really cool crossover that I'm reading at the, at the moment. So I'm sort of spinning plates when it comes to turtles. Um, so I picked both of those up, of course, at Incognito Comics. You can find the link to the description for their massive online store in the description below, uh, or of course you can go to incognitocomics.com.au. Mm, but this week we of course. Thought of a theme at, at the 11th hour, but it was a pretty decent theme. I'm, I'm pretty proud of myself. Um, it came out of my ass. But we're talking about films that we think essentially need a Snyder, re, a Snyder cut, a.k.a. a complete reboot. Um, <laughs> so movies that deserve a Snyder cut more than Justice League, because Justice League doesn't, let's be honest. Yeah, I, th- I, th- I think Justice League deserves better than what it got. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Than what it got. <laughs> yes. Um, but there are also many other movies that require this much level of work, reshoots, attention to detail, new actors coming back, new scenes being written, new shots being shot, and of course the story being completely different. <laughs> so we and thought now we- something completely different. <laughs> so we thought we'd go through uh, three films each in regards to what films we reckon need a complete fix. Um, mm-hmm. I want to I want to go with Tom. Tom's being a little quiet. I want to see what Tom's got. We're being a little quiet. I literally do the news. I've been speaking for the last. <laughs> Talkie. Um, all right. Yeah. So my number one, one, and what I'm going to say is because I don't trust anybody else to actually have this on my list, on their list. So I'm happy that you gave it to me first. <laughs> is the last two Star Wars films, The Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker, yeah. fix them. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, why not the last three? I thought that uh, out of the Stop last Stop stealing three, all of my picks! <laughs> <laughs> that was these three picks. They're uh, all the bad movies. Three, the Last Jedi was probably the best of those last three. Like, the, the first one, and it, was, it just had too much fandom associated. The, 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 first, the first one was sort of a return to form. Well, it was just, it was ticking all the boxes. It didn't yeah. do yeah. anything. Which is um, why I thought it was fine. I thought it was fine as sort of a precursor to lead into a new trilogy. It was mm-hmm. a rep- it was pretty much a repeat of Episode Four, beat for beat. It was a and sort of- repeat, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was also because obviously we're all very intimate with the Star Wars franchise and know it that well. I thought it was also probably a good entry point for people who have been put off by the original ones or haven't seen the original ones, and also kids to get into the Star Wars franchise. It was sort of a modern retelling of the same story and I was okay with that. Okay, yeah. Sure. That's that's why I haven't included that one. Whereas the next two, <laughs> I just think they just went off the wall and they just fucked it. <laughs> Ryan Johnson fucked it a wee bit 
And then JJ just just sank that fucking Titanic. Well, JJ tried to like steer the ship back to what he wanted and completely ignored everything that was done in the movie before it. It's just it's the X Men problem that they have again. Like you know, yeah. you've got to you've got to continue to build on stuff. It's like that old improv thing that they do. Yes, and I agree with what you've said. Here's the addition to it. Not I completely fucking disagree with what you've done. Here's my take on it. It's well, it, it was so inconsistent that they they completely screwed it up from the beginning. So, yeah, that's the, I mean that's the biggest problem that they have with that. Well, the thing that sort of was com- the most confusing about it in general is like obviously the property was acquired by Disney, and Disney were the ones that were doing this. They already own Marvel, one of the most fr- popular franchises of all time, and at the moment the most popular franchise, pretty much. Yeah. And what they did and how they ensured success of that is they forward planned. Mm. Yet when they got the Star Wars. They got three independent directors. They got Kathleen went, Kennedy. <laughs> but, but And they went, do whatever you want. And then when you get to the third one, yeah, just wrap it all up, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it was it was supposed to be Colin Trevero who was going to do the last one, which was the guy who did Jurassic World. And, of course, you know, Jurassic World did very well for Universal when that, when that was released. Um, and then he did the Book of Eli, I think it was, and that just bombed. Um, and then... Uh, Lucas Arts or Lucasfilm just went nah we're pulling it from you because Book of Eli didn't do too well but like the the, the last Star Wars movie I haven't rewatched it since Neither. it came out at the movies I think I need to do like a line of coke for that movie to slow down <laughs> like that movie is fucking fast to make the movie slow down how do you recall the, the pace of that film that you remember how cocaine works but like the, 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 the pace of that film is, is literally like fucking doing a line of coke drinking a red bull and butt sniffing fucking pre-work at the same time like everything was so quick like you yeah. couldn't whoa, 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 figure out what was going on sniffing? do you yeah. know butt sniff you know butt sniff <laughs> That's sniffing out of a butt, or is your butt <laughs> sniff inwards? Yes. Well, I think we just sniff out and call it a fart, so that's a little bit <laughs> Yeah, it was way too rushed. It was just all over the shop. All to keep it, like, compact into two hours. I'm like, no, if you want to do this, it's the last film. I don't care if I'm sitting here for three hours. It's the last... It's yeah. your supposed last film. Like, no, take they, they did three films worth of stuff in one in one movie. It was too much. It was way yeah. too much. That should have been the entirety of the arc for that last trilogy. Yeah. Where it, it just it just fucking like the only good thing about that film is Adam Driver. Name something good about that film. Any of them. Uh, I, uh, I simply good. simply can't. Yeah, like the, the acting isn't great. Yeah, the, the lightsaber battle on on the the old Death Star was kind of cool. Uh, yeah, it was alright. It was okay. Yeah. See, I actually think Last Jedi, as much as it was very. I've um, gone from jazz to the Skyrim film. Yeah. I didn't think it fucked it up so much that the third one couldn't still work with it. I feel like if the third one had been good, it would have been perfectly fine mm. in there anyway. It didn't completely fuck everything up. It yeah, it, it pissed off a lot of fans, especially the whole well, you know, I- lightsaber being thrown off the side of a fucking cliff thing. Yeah. Uh, well, that was the whole thing, right? It was the fuck you to fans. It's we're going to make a movie that's different and original, and they didn't want that. They wanted the fan service. They wanted people to suck their dicks and be happy about it. Um, it just. Yeah. But I, I liked the new direction they took. I, I loved the lightsaber battle in the throne room. Like that was yeah. amazing. I thought that, that was, was pretty fun. That was old school. It met all of those like old school feels that you wanted to have. Yeah, the warm fuzzies. 
But, you know, they did a lot of different things in there that people didn't like. That whole, you know, Canto Bite stuff was just weird. Don't like the part of the general, yeah. isn't it? Mind you, and hang they, on. What, and what? they broke up the team in the second movie, which is You fucking The throne room battle, everyone goes, that's fucking cool. It's great. Yes, it is a cool scene. Besides the fact they CGI out weapons. You've Dude, seen that shot, yeah? Stuff like that before. Like, you look at some of those old yeah. lightsaber battles they used to do, it was just two dudes, like, whacking just, sticks. Just up. whacking sticks. Yeah, again. but they... Go were, back and they, watch, like, even uh, episode two with the giant battle at... The Coliseum. Yeah. Genosis, yeah. Like, there's stuff, just nothing happening in the background. Yeah, yeah but just, still, no, you, don't, you don't have close-range fights and then CGI out the weapon even, in a hand. Even the Empire strips <laughs> back, just two dudes whacking sticks at each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally worth that money. <laughs> I mean, yeah. My stick, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, there's all duties picks done, so... Uh, Move it along, <laughs> else. Good pick, Tom. Yeah, yeah good picks, man. I, I literally had episode seven, episode eight, and then episode nine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's go. Uh, okay. yeah, well, is there anything that, like, you know, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more on this because you guys need some time. Is there any, like, anything else that you specifically want to change? Is there characters that you don't want back? Um, like, is there big stuff that needs to, to go or bring into the franchise? Well, uh, yeah. Go, dude. Uh, I was just, it, it, it was literally, like, uh, uh, yeah, as Tom said, you know, Disney owned Marvel, like, and they were doing, they've been, they've done so well with the MCU. Like, they've had a small number of misfires here and there, but the, the preceding film after that has kept, kept it up and, and, and sort of re-raised them and kept them afloat and kept pushing their limits. And outside of, like, the, the main trilogy, which is, like, the big thing for Star Wars fans, especially, you know, bringing back Luke, Han, and Leia, it yeah. was just a cash grab. Like, that's what yeah. it was. It was like, we've spent, you know... So many billions of dollars buying Lucasfilms, we need our money back. Let's get them back and let's just let's just fucking throw a story to the wall and see what sticks. And even the the, the, the big thing that pissed me off was like, you know, the you know, a couple of months before the Rise of Skywalker release, Kathleen Kennedy says, None of it's pulled from pre existing stuff. We we have no source book to go. I'm like, bullshit, you've got fucking years of comic books and novels that you have ripped off and you're saying the original ideas suck this dick. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> no, I I, I need to know now specifics because we are doing the the uh, the complete reboot. We're doing a yeah, sorry, um, the Snyder the cut. Snyder so cut, yeah. Snyder cut, which means basically you get to scrap everything and bring in new bad guys and all the rest of it. Like you know, for one, you got to like no more Emperor. The Emperor is not like, Emperor's dead. He's dead. Yeah, he's dead. Hundred percent dead. Um, yeah, like we we have to have one consistent bad guy. Like yeah, you know, what are we doing? Are we you know keeping Finn? Are we like? Which characters are we changing in this film to make it different? I would say, like, keep the keep the main ones, the ones yeah. that we sort of met. Because at least from what I had here, I didn't touch episode seven. So episode seven start as the same opening point, and I reckon even just just keep through and continue with Snoke, um, yeah, and have it more of like lead into at least uh, me personally, like. I would probably have it lean into more of the lore that people are sort of familiar with and have it go like that Snoke is Darth Plagueis or something along those okay. lines. Yeah, yeah, sure. Because mm. I think that would be a bit more engaging and open you up to sort of the more historical aspects and sort of what we've had teased in the past and have it as an actual different villain. 
Um, because instead of, because I guess what they've done with doing this is we've been told it's always a Skywalker story. And really what they've done with this is they've made it a Palpatine story. Mm. Like the entire nine movies have yeah. sort of become a Palpatine story rather than a Skywalker story, in my opinion. Mm. Um even though obviously there are Skywalkers in it the whole time, definitely cut out the fact that they reintroduced Star Wars. They re, what, sorry, they gave additional Force powers in the last film. Oh uh, <laughs> yeah, and there was, the, the argument was, well, if you watch the Mandalorian, it's not a new Force power because the child uses his Force to heal Mandalorian. I'm like, fuck off. Uh, so, oh, and, and, and Ben Kenobi puts his hand on Luke when he gets knocked out by the Tusken Raiders and heals him. I'm like, no, he wakes him up. Like, don't don't try and fucking fill <laughs> yeah. plot holes. Yeah. Well, that, that's the thing. Like, they obviously they wanted something to happen at the end of that film, so they introduced the power. Now, that's cool if it's a standalone film. That's fine. Introduce your power at the start of the film. Use it by the end of the film. If you're talking about nine films, mm. or like nine of the the major episodic ones, like even if you introduce that power in episode eight. And then made it important in episode nine. Like cut that sort of thing around and do those. So like that would have been fine. But yeah. like, don't establish something like that. That is so fundamentally changing mm. and, and powerful overall in mm. the last film. Yeah. And I guess I think there would also probably need to be some more form of contribution of uh, Ray becoming a little bit more powerful or stuff like that because I think she sort of jumps but then again if you more training back, montages more training montages <laughs> a, a, a fucking costume department that isn't just reskins of you know selecting Scorpion as the second player <laughs> the entire fucking series is literally the same outfit in different colours yeah, yeah pretty much oh, just fucking, uh, <laughs> I get very angry I've noticed uh, moving on to someone else <laughs> Uh, fair enough. Thank you, guys. That was a good one. <laughs> Fuzzy. Spirited debate. Um, all right. I've got some uh, really shitty movies that definitely need to be reboot uh, because they they hurt me in, in special places. Um, the first one that I would like to be redone is the Transformers. Movie. Yes. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> or any of the franchise. Well, like, let's just start with the original one and change that because that makes it, you know, the rest of the franchise flow on from there. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Less Shia LaBeouf, um, less people in the movie. Like the the good thing about Transformers movies is they were or Transformers in the series they were always giant robots and they had human sidekicks and whatever else as like a comparison, so you could see how big they were and mm. oh wow they look really cool. But they made this a movie about Shia LaBeouf with robots in it, and it just it kind of just didn't work at all for me. So I need to take out Shia LaBeouf completely or at least have him for like, you know, two scenes. Oh, this is this guy and we found the glasses. Great. Thanks, kid. Fuck off. Like, yeah, yeah then, you know, instead of this whole, the whole thing, Sam Witwicky, like, fuck that. Like, don't make it a stupid name. Just make it a normal name and just... Uh, like Spike and Daniel. Like Spike and Daniel. Like, yeah. they were just, they were easy to remember. They were, they were in these movies or these series for brief periods of time as just a counterpoint to these giant robots and that was it everything else was about the relationships of the transformers themselves and the battle they were fighting that's what we need to see and they completely forgot that um also if you're going to have your optimus prime in a movie don't give him a fucking mouth um, yep. That, yep. <laughs> just, when when i see robot lips um i get com- confused and aroused no, <laughs> <laughs> 
Scaroused. Yes. Uh, look, it's just so weird. It's just so weird to have that in there. Like, yes, redesign, totally fine. Make him purple with red flames or whatever. Like, you know, that's fine. It's totally fine. Just don't give him fucking lips. Um, yeah, that's, and that's why I think Bumblebee worked as a, as a film because it's like Optimus was Optimus. Like, he, he yeah. doesn't need to be anything else but Optimus. Well, yes. And then, like, you know, I do really hate how at the end of the first movie they give Bumblebee back his voice and then the second movie he's lost it again. Um, so oh, it's just yeah. stupid. There's just all sorts of stupid things about that film. And then they did it again um, in its own and, movie. Yeah, yeah. When they, it, it was, it's, a, it's classified now as a soft reboot because... Um, Michael Bay said he was done with Transformers because it wasn't doing well and the the, yeah. the twist at the end of what was the last one the last night I think was the last one or Age of Extinction yeah. or whatever it was it was like Earth is Unicron I'm like get fucked fuck off yeah. and then um, Travis Knight directed Bumblebee and it did quite well and Michael Bay's like I'm back on board and they're like no you're not <laughs> get away from it Bumblebee was a was a perfectly fine movie. Like yeah. it wasn't yeah. great. It was it was a fine version of what they should have done. And yeah, it helps having your main uh, human character a lot less fucking annoying. But they did the same <laughs> thing with they, they made it. It was a human movie. It was supposed to be a movie about Bumblebee, and it was more about that that female character than it was about the actual robot itself. Yeah. So I think they they're just missing the fucking point. People want to see these giant robots. They want to see them, not the fucking humans. Yeah. So, exactly. yeah, that's, that's, I think that's just the, the, the biggest thing for me. More robot screen time, less fucking humans. I'm surprised you didn't talk about the AllSpark because the AllSpark was the biggest thing that pissed me off in Transformers 2. Oh, look, that, that changed so many, like, weird... Into weird iterations during the end. It was always this weird thing within the, the friend, uh, that, like The Matrix of Leadership. Well, Sorry, not the AllSpark. The Matrix of Leadership. Yeah, just there was a, a whole bunch of stuff that just goes on with those, those things. I, I don't mind the MacGuffins; they can look however they look. Um, that's totally fine. But well, so just, it, it's it's in the first film. Like Optimus is like, "We'll put the all spark into my chest, and I'll sacrifice." He opens up his fucking chest, and there's the Matrix of Leaderships in there. So all the like hardcore nerds are like, "That's the fucking Matrix of Leadership!" And then the second film's like, "You need the Matrix of Leadership to bring back Optimus Prime, and it's a double-sided dildo." Like it's like, <laughs> what the fuck is this thing? <laughs> It looks like a very painful dildo, but yes, you're right. Um, <laughs> Ever seen the movie Seven? You ever seen that film? <laughs> oh, yuck. Yeah, look, I'm, I'm just, it's such a, it's such a disappointment, that, ser- that series of films. I watched every one of them because I'm a massive Transformers fan, and I hated myself. It was hate watches. Um, and I think that's why it did so well. It did Obviously, like the last couple of movies did very well in China, in Jaina. Um, and they, uh, you know, started to shoot movies over there and release them. It just, but it just missed the point entirely. So I think, I think yeah. the only time I've enjoyed a Transformers film was like, it was like when I just moved into my apartment and Tom came over and hang out. He's like, oh, what do you want to do? I'm like, let's go to the movies. And Tom's like, I don't think there's anything out. I'm like, I want to see Transformers. And Tom's like, please no, I don't want to see Transformers. We've written so I had the one with Stanley Tucci in it. And there's like oh. one line that Stanley Tucci says, like, how the fuck do you say get out of the way in Chinese? And me and Tom just lost our shit. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was that movie was terrible. That oh, was with the uh, the Dinobots who couldn't yeah. who couldn't transform and speak. Robots. Oh no, um, they could transform. Yeah. Uh, what was it Transformium? They made Transformium. Uh, yeah, they didn't, they didn't transform. They took they like eight bitted themselves and transformed. They yeah. turned into like sound yeah, wave right. things. And they didn't even come back in the next nope movie. Nope. Again, Down- they did the X Men thing. They they forget what the last movie was. They have a general premise to go on, and they go, oh, here's the same characters or some slightly different ones. Let's do this, and it just 
everything about that just fucked up and even the way they fucking did all the battles like those robot battles when they were fighting each other you could not tell their ass from their elbow like it was so <laughs> yeah it was so stupid it was just this mess of mess he either just fucked him thing. or he kicked him i don't know something either way he, either way he went <laughs> hey look we can definitely confirm that robots have a dick because in the first movie bumblebee uh, pisses on uh, uh, uh on yeah. that guy so yeah that he oh, pops on, the cheesecake and just pisses on him yeah, uh, there's so much wrong about these films, but yes, they could all change. But that's just my one. I've got others, so yeah, I, I don't want to monopolize the time. Ian, come on, get yours, baby. All right. Well, my first pick is actually um, before I get into my other two picks that are shit movies that need to be fixed. Mm. My first one is actually a movie that was really good, but it didn't uh, really do well at cinemas, mm. and then it got a cult following afterwards. So I think sure. that it deserves a re-release so that you have all those people jump back into it. It gets the money at once, and we get some extra time in the movie because I fucking loved it, and that's Blade Runner 2049. I'm not going to lie. Okay. I did enjoy this film. It's just it's it, a great film. It's, it's a fantastic it's a film, film and it didn't really make the money that it deserved to make. And yet after the fact, after it came out of the cinemas, then people caught on to how good it was. That was the, the first film I watched on four in four K as well. It's very pretty. Mm. It's fantastic. Like it's a beautiful um, Roger Deakins fantastic cinematographer. Um, I just think it would benefit from being a re release because people now know what it is and what to expect. Um, and you could just add so much more to it, add so much more would you depth. Change and, stuff about it though. That's the, I don't I know if I would change a lot. I think you can add more to it though, and make it um, possibly even more, um, even more action oriented for a more modern audience. I think it went, it is a went film noir, right? Exactly. Like yeah, noir. and I think they can even push it a little bit harder, like. Towards the end, they they put their action in and everything, and it was really well done. And I think that they can, they can definitely do some tweaks to this movie by putting in some other scenes and things to even ramp up the pace that little bit more. And there possibly would have been some cool some, scenes with um, things out. the 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 main female uh, protagonist, like the, the the bad guy, like she was pretty pretty cool. A couple of yeah. scenes, more scenes of her like assassinating people, or yeah, uh, that would yeah. have been pretty badass. Yeah, and I feel like th- I think they just got a little bit overcomplicated, convoluted with bringing in, introducing a villain that never went anywhere as well, being like her boss. Um, yeah. I don't think there was a lot of stuff in that movie that didn't need to be in there that they can definitely use that time in other ways. More Batista? More Batista. Oh, that was a good fucking scene. <laughs> I, I did watch that movie over like four days because I'm like, I'm working, it was quite long. But fuck, it's a, it's a good film. Like, that's yeah. one of those films like, all right, I should have gotten on this sooner. This is one that would actually probably not be a Snyder cut, but an actual cut. I think it just so needs more. It doesn't, exactly, it doesn't even really need so much huge reshoots and rewriting and everything like a Snyder cut, but an actual director's cut thing and mm. release in mm. cinemas, I think it would mm. do very... A lot better than it did the did first it, time around. Did it have a lot of market? Was it maybe a marketing thing? Because I, I don't, it I had, don't. It had marketing. Either. It definitely had. Oh marketing. no, yeah, no problems with that. Yeah, <laughs> right. there was definitely marketing for it, but just nobody knew what it was because it's such an older property now. Right. Um, but I think people have made the effort to watch it after the fact, after cinemas, and it's very much like the original one where it got a cult following after the fact. Yeah. It makes I think me it wonder whether Dune will have a similar reception. Yeah, it's a slight um, worry of that, but it's just a shame because he just makes such good films. It's just a rip-off of the first episode of Mandalorian from season two. <laughs> great dragon. But good. Yeah, Mandalorian's great. No. 
Speaking of which, Mitch, <laughs> Mitch, I did watch episode two and three of Mandalorian. Holy shit! That's all I will say on that. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. This is what they should have done. Like, this is how Star Wars gets done. Because I, like, I, I, I banked up episode two and episode three, and I'm like, oh, I'll, I'll watch them. Uh, I watch them last night. And Mitch messes me. He's like, Have you watched episode three? And I'm like, no, I, I have not. I have no time. They fixed their episodic problem yet? It is. Wow. Episode- yes. They, they, they've got a they've got proper like through lines which are progressing throughout the show I, I think they're doing a much better job oh, of good. consistently telling a story over this season because yeah. the first um, episode they, they was again just a fucking episodic offspring but there's nothing oh. cooler than a guy riding Darth Vader's pod racer wearing Boba Fett's armor that's fucking cool yeah you never got just so many fucking hat nods to everything. This is the it problem is with the new nods. Star Wars is that everything but, uh, is just hat nods. It's like fucking just focus on doing a good job. But I, I think they do, and that's that's part of it, though, right? They do a very good job of, of you know, tipping the hat to the fans but also actually paying attention to a, to a story and doing a, a good job of telling it. I, I, I don't know I, if I would agree with saying they're doing a good job of telling it if everything is just feels like an off-spurt little journey thing instead of feeling like there's an overarching there, there, story. There is a, yeah, connecting episodes one to three of, of this season, there is a a connecting of the dots. There is, two is more of a filler episode, but it is a entertaining That's filler good. episode that conti- that is following that pathway yeah, arc. As long as it's going somewhere. Yeah, yeah. It, it, is, yeah, it definitely feels like it's going in a particular direction this season. I think, yeah, I, I've really enjoyed the storyline through this. I'm going to be re-watching it again as I was, soon as I was it's all w- watching episode... Oh, sorry, Tom? No, it just concerns me that you just said then that episode two is a filler episode. Yeah. There's only eight episodes. Yeah, and it's, if it's, the first it's, two it's are a, fillers... It's, it's not like a... It's not a, a filler episode where, like, nothing happens. It's a... I don't want to necessarily explain what happens because I think you should watch it, but it's one of those things, like... It, it's, it's sort of like how, in the first season, how it's like, yeah, I'll help you out, but you have to help me out, or you have to do this, and but, like, doing that is leading him to... Like, it's it's, it's physically leading him to where he needs to go. Um, mm. But it's 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 an adventure, like it's an adventure episode. But it's Mon Mon watching it just went, oh my god, it's Harry Potter all over again. And she was like covering her face, like no, 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 no. And she was like, I'm not watching this. Like there, there's one moment in it that was just fucking awesome. Uh, We've gone off track. Yep. Yeah, I need to watch it. Stay on target. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Stay on target. Thank you, Judy. Uh, I have another one. Uh, it is a very bad film. It definitely needs to be scrapped, forgotten about, remade, reshot, and all that sort of things. It's Indiana Jones in the Temple of the Crystal Skull. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? It, 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 it was a fan made. There was only ever three Indiana Jones movies, so. Uh, <laughs> uh, it was a fan made film by Steven Spielberg. <laughs> <laughs> um, look, I like the idea of bringing back Indiana Jones. I love the idea that Harrison Ford likes playing the role as well, and that he's eager to actually continue playing his the character that he cares about. So it, it shows that you know Harrison Ford is enthused about playing the character, unlike. Han Solo, where he couldn't be fucked running from one side of the set to the other. Yeah. Um, but the story, aliens, really, like I, the, the the whole sort of, I understand that sort of the, the you know the first three films are all very religious, and yes, that you know the first two are different religions. Oh, the, the second one is a different religion. But like, I, I like the idea of it being uh, exploring sort of different artifacts of religion, and this one is yeah, it's a it's a it's a crystal skull and um, aliens, Aztec and aliens. I just went, <laughs> really, dude, come on, like fuck off. Um, I, I, I definitely think yes just like we've previously said multiple times you can drop the Shia LaBeouf um, <laughs> I, I didn't mind the, the un- on running the thief. Thief. This, isn't yeah. just get rid of Shia LaBeouf yeah. <laughs> um, you can get rid of the ant uh, skin eating ants 
swinging through the jungles with the monkeys. Um, yeah. I think it was really good that they brought back the love interest from the original. Marion, yeah. I, I will say I liked the, the before the nuclear explosion in the fridge. Oh, but God. when he's in Area 51 and he just turns to him and goes, Guns! I was like, why don't I give me a gun? And he takes the, the, the shell, he takes the powder out of a shotgun shell and throws it into the air. It's like, it's magnetic, so it follows it. I'm like, that's fucking cool. Like, I like going back to Area 51. You get those little references to how big it is, and you see the arc when it's like, you know, out of its box and stuff like that. I like that sort of, uh, there's history here for that character sort of thing, but then it just went off the rails, and it was, it was fucking <laughs> stupid. As shit as that film was. I do feel like when people think that the aliens bit of it was a bit ridiculous, people do forget that Indiana Jones in the other films, there was like magic in them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the Ark of the Covenant in the first one, like, you know, the the, the chalice, the Kalima, Kalima. <laughs> like this, this. The stones will be found, Dr. Magic. Jones. You want. <laughs> the magic of the second one was how the fuck that woman ever got into that film. Um, well, she <laughs> sucked her cock to get to where she was. So. Lady yeah, only here because she's humping director. Yes. <laughs> she basically single-handedly ruined that. But also, how she's alive from being, like, two feet away from lava. <laughs> Indy! I, I, that, I, yeah. I fucking love Temple of Doom. That was my favourite. But Yuck. it's just like, I, I like the, the, the whole thing. It's, it's religion and it's religious artefacts. Um, and this, it's, it's a bad film. I don't think necessarily like space aliens is the worst direction that they could have gone, but I think that how they did it was pretty fucking terrible. Like it was, yeah. it was one of the like you know, it's one of the magical mysteries of planet Earth how these things got to where they are, and it's, aliens was going to come up eventually. It can't all just be magic. It, it would have so. been cool, like Egyptian, like fucking. We've you know we've like let's let's see a bit of mummy action, like not actually having fucking mummies or something like that. Maybe not, and then you know. Re- referencing it too much to Brendan Fraser, but like you know, there's so many different things you could have done. But Aztec and aliens was the things that came together. Uh, see, the biggest thing for me, the biggest problem I have with that is just everything looks so fake. Everything. Yeah, oh, the film, CG yeah, was terrible. Yeah. CG was yeah. terrible. And the, but the, even things that didn't needed to be CG'd were CG'd. Like the gophers. Things just looked yes. <laughs> things just looked terrible. Like trees looked fake. The cars they were driving looked fake. Everything looked too, like perfectly lit to the fact where even things that weren't fake looked fake mm. um, and it just ruined the whole aesthetic of the movie I haven't watched this film in a very long time as well I, I, I don't yeah. think it's, I think it came out like 2006 I think that film came out and Harrison Ford still wants to keep talking as well maybe we should go back and watch it again. no <laughs> alright I think we're going to have to fly through our other picks yeah um, Tom Back to me. All right, so this one I'm coming after Ian's favorite franchise of all time. I know how much he loves it. It's the Matrix. (laughs) He said he was pissed off that he had to stop watching the third Matrix film to stream Formula One with me and Fuzzy. Yes, because Formula One is far worse. (laughs) I don't believe that for a minute. Um, (laughs) Two and Matrix. Reloaded and Revolutions are, are awful films. Um, fix them. <laughs> I don't know how to fix them, but fix them. I think it's going to be interesting what they do with the new ones. Yes, it is going to be. I think... All right, here you go. Here's the first thing. Get rid of the architect. Scrap him. He's gone. What about the keymaker? 
That's, you can't really him too. It, it just it seriously all comes back to that problem of it just try it just got too up its own ass about everything. Too yes. convoluted. Make it a single timeline that isn't repeating on itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just have the battle of humans versus machines. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's that's the thing. The core the core things even throughout that trilogy, the core things that work really well are good. Mm-hmm. It's just you're right, just it's just so wanky. It just tries too hard to be convoluted and then it's just hard to follow. Yeah, yeah. No, because mm. you get the it was really cool things though, like cool uh, cool ideas that they tried to do with the ghosts and the vampires and stuff was cool. Um, yeah, and that, that chase scene in the second film is by far one of the best scenes in like the mm. the whole of the Matrix series. And like, I'm like rewatching three, like normal. I said, I did. I like the actual giant McWarrior things they have, and the yeah. swarm guys coming. That like, was that cool. Scene is That's fucking cool. sick, and it still looks pretty good today. Now, what's another good scene from that film, man? Yes. <laughs> Fighting in the rain with all of the other Smiths and yeah. stuff. Like that was cool. It's just like the the CGI they couldn't pull it off. And the well, same thing with that same fight in the second one. Exactly. If they can't do it, they shouldn't be trying. If you get it, like yeah, a couple months into de- developing something, and you go, "Wow, this looks like shit." Don't do it. Do yeah. something else. Change the story. Like you can't just be forced down one track. Well, that's and go, the thing. That's They're supposed to, you're supposed down. to test these things. Generally, yeah. that's what you do before you start production. Is you do a part of pre-production is testing things if you're doing stuff that hasn't been done before. But in 2002, mm-hmm. did the CG look bad for 2002? Yes. It looked bad at the time. Did it? Yes. <laughs> I thought people loved it at the time. No, it looked bad at the time. It's interesting because, yeah. like, you rewatch it now and you can, like, really clearly see the cut between where they've duplicated him and where they've just made everyone CG rubber dolls. Yeah. And when yeah. they've just duplicated him, that actually still looks fine. That actually still holds up. It's when they went to full CG rubber that dolls. That's a cool fight scene well. where he puts the pole on the ground and he's running no, around. It's, it's, it's fucking terrible. Yeah. It's That's terrible. It's not cool, dude. It looks really bad. <laughs> no, bad dude. The bad idea dude. the idea of it is cool. I know what you're saying. The idea yeah, of it is cool. It's just the, the execution. Yeah. It's the execution that it just failed at. I, there was the Enter the Matrix video game. The, yeah, the Enter the Matrix video game where you played as... That was a cool video uh, game. Niobe and Ghost or whatever it was or uh, Ryobi or whatever the fuck it was. <laughs> um, and Ryobi then, and Black Decker. <laughs> and then there was uh, The Path of Neo where you, you played as Neo through all the movies. Um, yeah, no, that was terrible. That was bad. <laughs> but, yeah. And The Matrix yeah, Online. Into the Matrix was great. Yeah. Because you had a whole bunch of different things that was going on. And anytime an agent different. showed up, you actually had to run because like, no, you can't beat them. You, you literally yeah. just have to run. Like, Challenge yeah. accepted. <laughs> I used to fight. I used to fight them. Did you and see how die? long I could fight them for? Yeah, you try and shoot them, and they just dodge all the fucking bullets and bullshit. Uh, whose turns it next? Is Fuzzy. Uh, my turn. Okay. Um, yeah. I, what did I do first? I did the Transformers ones. Yeah. Uh, the next one that I would like to remake because this could have been a big one that uh, like spawned a franchise, uh, but it didn't. Was the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? Um, now this film, I it's, it's one of my uh, hangover movies. You know those <laughs> movies where you're completely shit faced from the night before, and you just need to lie on a couch and have something on that you don't have to pay attention to. Take your time. This is one of them. <laughs> Take uh, your <laughs> time. <laughs> um, yeah, it's. It, it was such a good idea, and yeah. uh, I think that it was done based on a, um, a graphic novel. Um, there's a bunch of cool things in here. That had like it was supposed to be part of that. What was it? The dark universe, or 
Um, oh, it was, yeah, when they when they first sort of tried to do something with it, and then they, you know, later on with Tom Cruise, they tried to do it again. Yeah, and and this was part of that that whole thing. So, I look, I, I really like it. I like Sean Connery in that film. He's fucking fun. Yeah, Alan Quatermain. Um, <laughs> it just like there was a lot of really cool concepts in here, and just it just did not work. Like there was some cheese factors to it that didn't yeah, help oh, at all. That gives me another movie to think of. Thank you, Fuzzy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think this one needs to have it needs a new bad guy is the big one for me. I think that was the the worst part of yeah. of everything they did it because they had um, fucking what's his name Richard Roxburgh, the guy from um, uh, Queen of the Damned. Yeah, yeah, and he he was pretty bad. Um, yeah, his, Jason Fleming is um, Jekyll and Hyde. The the American guy is Tom Sawyer. Like there were some really bad characters they just needed to fuck off. Wasn't there a vampire chick? Yeah, the, um, yeah. He's, she was one of the brides of Dracula. No, no, no she was uh, Jonathan Harker's wife. Oh, uh, yeah, you're right, yeah. And yeah, he, he but... was the painting guy. Like, he could only die if his painting died. Dorian Gray. That's Dorian yeah. Gray, yeah. I And uh, look, Dorian Gray, a, a, a picture of Dorian Gray is one of my favourite books of all time. He's um, a really cool it, character, yeah. It's a really interesting character to bring into film, and I thought they did it in a really interesting way. He was by far probably yeah. the, the most well-rounded character in that ensemble well, I, I need to say. watch this film again yeah. is it on any streaming services <laughs> probably uh, but yeah look it's just it's a lot of fun and I think they they understood what they were trying to do with it and I, I, I mean I think they hit all the marks that they needed to it just probably wasn't as polished as it could have been so yeah. um, if they had a redo I mean they spent uh, I think they spent like a hundred million dollars on the film and probably made two hundred million back so it wasn't and probably fifty was, million of that went to Sean Connery <laughs> it was his last movie but, as well. Yeah. It just it was such a like a, a fun film to watch and I think yeah, if they, they could do something like this again, um yeah, yeah. it it'd be And if uh, they had an ensemble yeah. cast where all the actors were, you know, at least sort of known, like recognizable, I think that would help as well. So that yeah. if you do kill someone off like Sean Connery, you've got something to fall back on. Yeah, true. I mean, we're probably going to get it in the uh, the new Suicide Squad movie. Like, that's kind of where they're going with this kind of thing. Yeah. But I I like the like the historical characters, like characters with context, um, with individual context brought into this movie. They that that really worked for me. Um, seeing them outside of their their normal uh, normal understanding or their normal context is great. Whereas Suicide Squad's just you know new characters from nowhere. It doesn't mean anything. So mm, this yeah. will be good. Imagine yeah, they, if they, they tried to that. redo it and they gave it to James Gunn. That would be interesting. Yeah, that's how I you do you it. You could do something with it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Bring in a couple of different characters, but yeah, maybe have your yeah, Alan Quartermains, your Captain Nemo. Oh, like... I have Alan Quartermain as Pierce Brosnan. That'd be that'd be a cool <laughs> little thing. I like it. You have to be James Bond first, and then you can be Alan Quartermain. <laughs> <That's laughs> <the rules. laughs> Daniel Craig can do it from like twenty or thirty years from now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's my one. Alright, well, I'll uh, quickly go through my one, and uh, it was along the same vein. Well, I did have Crystal Skull, but then Duty picked it, so uh, now yeah. I'm going to pick the one that he's going to pick, and that's Van Helsing. Motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> Van Helsing, again, such a cool concept. There's some really cool, fun stuff in this with the crossbow that you mentioned before earlier in this episode, Duty. Like, there's some pretty fun, cool stuff, but the polish just wasn't there. And I think that same problem the, with this one yeah. as with in uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, they had an Australian in the film and it fucked it they up. They had two Australians in the film. Yeah. They had David Wenham as the the priest guy. Yes. Yeah, Who was sure. the other one? Uh, Hugh Jackman. No. Oh, yeah, <laughs> no. Yeah. Dracula was. Uh, oh yeah. Sorry. Australian guy. Was he? Yeah, he was. 
Russell Crowe. Oh, that was Richard Roxburgh again. Yeah, it's Richard Roxburgh or whatever again. Roxburgh, yes. What, what, what else has Richard Roxburgh been? He was literally also in League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. <laughs> was he? Yes. <laughs> he's, uh, yeah. he's in a bunch of stuff, you know, if you saw him. Um, he was. He's been in a James Bond film. He was in um, uh, the the. Uh, no, not James Bond. Mission Impossible Two. Yeah, Mission Impossible. Uh, he was the uh, South African guy. <laughs> I just I just remember yeah. Limp Biscuit and Metallica for that film. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, but yeah, it's just some really fun concept there. Just having Van Helsing being instead of this old guy who carries around a cross, being like a fucking badass who hunts down these monsters. It's a really cool idea. The first, I would say, maybe twenty minutes of that film gives you some really cool ideas. Making Van, like you said, Van Helsing is a as a fucking when he's in Perry and he's fighting um... Van Helsing. You murderer! <laughs> yeah, he's like Batman on the side of a fucking. I loved that that opening. Is he, is he hunting the Hunchback or is he hunting Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde? Yeah, Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde. because yeah. he's fighting Mister Hyde, and then when he falls off the building, he cuts his he, arm off, and he falls he, and then building. he falls off the building and turns back into Doctor Jekyll as he falls down. Yeah, yeah. and I love how he, uh, he he takes his hat off him, and he take he's got the big fucking cigarette or cigar and all that sort of shit. Yeah, but like it, it, they they do the bomb thing, like he goes back to a church and it's like a secret fucking wall, and there's all these people making. And I think that's part of the problem is they lent too much on like a Bond MI6 like getting special like Uh trinkets and stuff where they just could have done it a little bit better and David Wenham is an absolute fucking wet blanket. Like yeah. I, I, I can't stand that bloke. I just don't think he shows up in any good films. Lord no. of the Rings. Yeah, he's not good in that. Though. Sorry, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> that's my pick. All right, let's get dude, motherfucker. That's what I was gonna. <laughs> Legitimately, like, oh yeah, that's a bad house thing. I, I honestly now can't think of anything. I'm surprised Fuzzy didn't say Point Break. Uh, not the old one, but the, I don't think that. Yeah, I don't even the, think refilming that could work. No, no, um, they tried that. They fucked it up. They don't need to. It's great. It's perfect as it is. Leave it the fuck alone. The new one, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna cut a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. Um, I I honestly can't think of anything. Uh, look, just because I've been moving on then. Yeah, I'd uh, say I'd say maybe Ghostbusters two because the idea of having a sequel to the yeah. Ghostbusters, the first Ghostbusters film. Great idea. Like, on, on, it definitely makes sense Absolutely. on paper. Yeah. But then you do... He's, he's Vigo! And I'm like... Eh. Yeah. Vigo uh, yeah. My brother has a fucking painting of him. Like, that, he got that as a Christmas present. I'm like, that is cool, but, like, people will laugh at you when, you come in, when they come inside. Like, why do you have Vigoka. a... Why do you have a painting of Vigo the Carpathian? It's like, you're better off having a painting of Kramer. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? pretty much. But, like... I have other- both of those in my house. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the, the the idea of doing a Ghostbusters film, fantastic. Um, I think if it was done right, Ghostbusters could have been... Uh, a sequel to the original Ghostbusters film could have been like how they did two sequels to Back to the Future. Like, it could have been like a, a great trilogy. Yeah. Which is what been. Back to the Future is. Like, it's a it's it's a great standalone movie, the first one, but then two and three link together so well. It's like Kill Bill 1, one and 2. Yeah. Well, you could have done that with Ghostbusters and then... The second one shat the bed. I won't even acknowledge what happened a couple of years ago, and now we're getting Ghostbusters Afterlife. Yeah. Um, so I hope that this new one is a little bit back to form. Back to even form. If it, even if it's as good as two, then I think that's a back to form after everything. Oh, God. Yeah. 
Well. Yeah, that, 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 I think it's going to be one of those ones like, um, yeah, like the Aliens movies or like the, the Predator yeah. movie. Like there was a good movie at the start and then everything else was downhill after that. Yeah. Like, it just, like I, I think sometimes you have a great concept and you can never capture the magic again. Just leave it the fuck alone. Yeah. Let it die. Let it be what it is. It doesn't do something different. Take the concept somewhere else. But I am looking forward to Ghostbusters Afterlife. Though, that, that, I think that can, could be fun. It just looks like fucking Stranger Things. Like it's because it, it has one of the Stranger Things in it. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's it looks silly. But anyway, we'll, we'll yeah. find out. All right, Tom. Last one. Last one. This is an important moment in my life. I, th- <laughs> I, 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 I think I might know what he's going to say, but I don't want to say it in case I get it right. What? Back to us last night. No, say it. I guarantee it's not. Oh, I was going to say the Hobbit. No. Fuck. No. 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 no, no. Uh, that would have been a decent one too, actually. Um, just streamline that motherfucker. The one that I actually put in here was um, John Carter, oh. um, which yeah. I think was a little bit from left field that other people may not have thought about, um, mainly because they spent a lot of money on that film. I don't think overall it was as bad as it sort of people thought it was or said it was when it first came out. Mm, I think yeah. it's actually it's a bit of fun. It's watchable. Um, <laughs> it's in that same category as League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. It's a bit of fun if you can switch your brain off and you don't have to think about it too much. Exactly. Mm, yeah. Um, and I think movies like that are probably just prime candidates for yeah. this sort of treatment. Um, and yeah, but to be honest with you, it's been so many years since I've actually watched this film. I couldn't tell you how to actually fix it or what they needed to actually do with it. Um, I just thought it would be probably one that seemed a little extra little love and care could have actually been something decent. CG and decent actors, uh, I think, would have helped that a lot. Because um, they, yeah. they used Gambit from the Wolverine movie, didn't they? Yes, yeah. that's yes. correct. Um, no, they, look, there was, there was some really interesting moments. I think they just tried to do too much with the CG in it. Um, but, yeah, there was yeah. some... Uh, yeah, I thought there was enough interesting story there or an interesting concept that would have been pretty, pretty cool to play with. They had another movie come out around about that same time, uh, Cowboys and Aliens. Oh, so there was this, yeah. Yeah, it was this whole sort of fascination with the Wild West and Aliens at that time, and it just kind of, I think people were not interested because of that. And just it putting just it out flopped. there, Cowboys and Aliens, another one that could have been on our list. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That wasn't, that I mean, wasn't bad for memory. Again, it's another, yeah. like, stupid fun movie. Yeah, but, like, yeah, I, I kind of, like, John Carter, I could watch that when I was hungover, Absolutely. I, I could put that on the list for sure. I think that was one of the, don't need to think about it too much. One of Disney's yeah. biggest flops was John Carter. Yeah, they put a lot lost of a lot of money. It, yeah. I think it's just because I think you touched on it before. Like there was no like big lead actor in this to help sell it. Mm. Like what? Who were you going to see this movie about? Gambit. Yeah. Yeah. Taylor Kitsch wasn't wasn't well. I mean, he was. He was, a, he was wasn't, a and he still time. is nobody. <laughs> but yeah, he, he didn't have enough of a. Like, yeah, he had the body, but no star power. I think was his issue. Yeah, absolutely. I'm trying to make him a star. Yeah, you want to be a star, <laughs> don't you? Zip, unzip shell. <laughs> Do I have to? You want to be a star, don't you, John Carter? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think the, the only big thing he'd really done before that was uh, well, he'd done Wolverine, but um, he was like Friday Night Lights was his big one. So that was yeah. what he was the big, fa- uh, big famous person for. And yeah, everything after that just kind of—he never really got to hit the mark. Yeah, I was not, say, not that he's now? a bad actor. He's just again missing that star factor. 
Star Power. Uh, since since John Carter, he has done Battleship. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he couldn't even fucking hold one. Uh, he did. Uh, he was in True Detective. Uh, he did a, um, a a movie called American Assassin, which is possibly oh, one of terrible. the worst movies you could ever watch. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. He's he's done a few things, but ne- I don't think he's ever really found his his role. So. Yeah, he's he's the Hollywood hunk that's not quite got the acting um, chops. Yeah. To, to it's hard because like he's honestly a lot better than some of the other actors out there who are in. Hundred percent agree. Just been a bit unlucky, I think. Mm-hmm. Well, he was an awful gambit, and then they looked at uh, fucking. That was not his fault. That movie. Yeah, was that movie awful. was. Yeah. But also, you don't you you don't pick him for gambit. No. Who do you and, pick? Like, I thought he was fine. He didn't apparently give Apparently, you pick fucking. What's his face? Fucking. Magic Mike. That's why. <laughs> yeah, Matt, him for. No, I wouldn't pick him for Gambit either. Fuck yeah. no. Yeah. Yucky. No. Gambit's no. like the hardest person to fucking cast, I'd say. Mm. Interesting character. Mm. Mm. All right, my top pick. Yep. If you're ready for it. I am. Is the probably the closest of a movie I could pick to be in the same boat as Justice League. And that is, it's a comic book movie. Didn't really do that well in reception. Cult following? Um, I don't know if it really has a cult following, but it definitely had a lot of problems while it was being built with studio interference and things um, that made the movie a bit uh, meh in its end product. Um, That's Age of Ultron. Yeah, that's a massive fucking... Yeah, don't don't rewatch that film. That's all it's a film. bit of a mess. Skip that film. And because there was so much, there was so much happening behind the scenes between what Joss Whedon wanted to make and what the studio wanted him to make. That, and I think I think Marvel have learnt a lot now as well in terms of how to make their movies. That if they were to do a Whedon cut of Age of Ultron, it would be a hell of a lot better than that movie we got. Hmm. Oh, maybe the studio's right and Wheaton's wrong because Wheaton also well, finished off Justice League. If you think about it, the studio has now learnt from that and don't get too involved with the movies. True. That get made yeah. Now. Yeah. So I think that the studio probably learnt to back off. Mm. Yeah. That movie is not good on rewatch. The only no, good thing about, it wasn't good on the first watch. <laughs> the only good thing about that film is the costumes comparing it to the first film except for Iron Man Iron Man looks like a bag of ass in mm. Age of Ultron but everyone else looks has a better outfit compared to their first I think outfits. they made Ultron too personable as well and not robotic he didn't have a enough. robotic voice as well he it wasn't was robot enough it was just James Spader talking yeah he sounded like he was about to sexually assault somebody in that film like he was yeah. just a very he's got a very sexy voice James Spader I'm just gonna put it out I there. think he wanted to fuck Iron Man he was so obsessed with him he's just like <laughs> fuck yeah Tony Stark and like rubs his metal nipples I wanna I wanna see someone there, there probably is already an existing clip of it on YouTube but someone who gets the lines of James Spader from The Office and dubs it over the top of Age of Ultron <laughs> really <laughs> like I feel like that would be fucking great <laughs> that could be very funny but or Boston but- Legal I, like, I liked it, but I think there was, you know, if you're going to compare bad uh, Marvel movies, then you look at Iron Man 3 for bad bad oh, movies. Um, yeah. That was pretty terrible. Iron um, Man 3 was better than Age of Ultron, putting it out there. Oh, was it comic book accurate? No. But it was far more fun. How... At least they brought the kid back for the fucking last movie. Yeah, that was but how like, bad is Guy <laughs> Pierce going, I am the Mandarin. I'm like, fuck off. Yeah. that That's bad. Um, yes. Captain Marvel, pretty bad. Captain Marvel was pretty bad. 
there's a yeah, like like I previously said, there is a couple of misfires here and there in the MCU, but the, yeah. the the following film fixes it. Generally speaking, um, yeah. but yeah, Age of Ultron. I, See, I like I like Age of Ultron because it sets the tone for the rest of the films. It sets up um, the Civil War stuff with the. Uh, it does set up Civil War. Yeah. Yeah. Records. It's like it, it's a very like it's an important like it's an important movie, movie but it's about. just so blech. Yeah, it, it I, I has think a story the problem is because of that long-term concept that they had for the franchise, they had to deliver a bunch of stuff in here. They had to deliver Zakovia exploding and doing all the rest they of it. They had to give us a vision. Points. So I think that's where you're getting your conflicts with the studio and the director. Like, they're saying, you have to do this, and he's going, yeah. I need to put in a different direction, and you just you go a little bit haywire. But Well, it's sort yeah. of like uh, Sam Raimi with Spider-Man 3. Like, Sony kept saying, you know, we need Venom, and he was like, no, I want to have Sandman as my villain. I don't want Venom, and yeah. Sony forced Venom upon him. Um, and now we have Tom Hardy doing it. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, well, I mean, he was wrong in that particular case, so uh, that's fine. <laughs> Yeah, Venom. Venom again is one of the, another one of the hardest characters to do, and I fucked it up twice. Um, <laughs> well, so. they've made money. They've made money, which is all they really care about. But yeah, Age of Ultron isn't great. Um, I just think it can be polished Thor, up with Thor some reshoots and everything. The movie could be a lot better. Thor two isn't good. I rewatched that. No, it's that's not that's not not good. That's fucking terrible. <laughs> That's a, that's a different oh, that's category. The dark elves. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. They they yeah. they completely fucked Malekith because Malekith is a big deal. Um, and yeah, there's a couple of movies here and there that are just like, meh. We got Black Widow. Apparently Black Widow, I've, I've read and heard on both online forums and, and in other podcasts, apparently Black Widow is supposed to, the reason they're not digitally releasing it is it's supposed to be the big sort of film that kicks off, say, uh, Phase 4, because apparently there's something in it that starts Phase 4, uh, and they can't uh. digitally release it or do home video Wait. or whatever. There's something in it that starts the next phase, even though this film was filmed in the past. <laughs> yeah, this film I is made so. between Infinity War and Civil War. There's rumours that Iron Man is in it because Iron Man is alive, of course, during this time period. God! Whether fucking he, hate the studio! <laughs> fuck you! Whether he cameos <laughs> or something, I don't know. But yeah, that, that the introduction the of the MacGuffin. <laughs> It'll be like what they did with um, having Thingo at the end of Avengers. Thanos? Yeah. Something along those lines that will hint at Brainiac or something. Brainiac? You know no, who am I thinking of? No, they already <laughs> tried to do Brainiac in the Hulk movie by Universal, and they they Marvel dropped him. Uh, Galactus. Galactus DC. Galactus, what are you guys talking about? Yeah. No, there's a Brainiac for Marvel as well. What are you talking about? Yeah, there's a there's a Hulk villain called Brainiac. Oh, He's got a fucking. Hulk, yeah, I'm fairly sure it's. Uh, Hulk, no, I need to double check this now before the episode ends. Uh, Hulk villain brain. It's not right. Brainiac. It's mind nut. Sorry, I was thinking of the leader. <laughs> totally different. He's got a giant. He had, literally has like a giant brain sticking out of his head. Ugh. So yeah. that's that is why I thought of it. Um, so anyway, yeah, it'd be interesting to see what kicks off Phase Four if well, we right. ever get that movie. Apparently, Ant Man and the Wasp, or the next Ant Man, is supposed to be Kang the Conqueror, and his thing is time travel. That's who I was thinking of. Oh, and then they're going to do Kodos in the next movie after that, aren't they? <laughs> Kodos? No, <that's> Hi, <laughs> the Kodos. They bring in Kang, and then they bring in um, Bebop and Rocksteady. <laughs> oh, what, oh, it was fucking Hellboy. Oh, fucking Bebop. <laughs> All right, round us up, duty. Well, that's going to do it for this week. You've got a pick. You have the last one. I did three. Who'd you? No, I did Age of Ultron. I did Star Wars. I had Star that's Wars. That's right, you skipped over me, but that's fine. Oh, sorry, no, no. I, I did Star Wars. Are you thinking of you, Fuzzy? 
I'm no, I'm going to get my last one. That's fine. We no, can go, go on, on. No, go on. Go on. No, fuck fine. the time. Go on, Fuzzy. <laughs> uh, my last one was going to be a movie that needs to be redone. It should be redone because it was a lot of fun. It just fucking sucked. Um, we Spawn. Ooh. Yes. We're supposed to be yeah. getting another one. Yeah, we're supposed to be. We'll see. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just everything about it, like... It's such a cool, badass character. Everything about this film was terrible. Yeah. Um, it it <laughs> starts at John Leguizamo and just goes down from there. It starts at a like, Sheen, doesn't it? Oh, just Martin Sheen That's in that it, one. Yeah. He, he's got, like, boot polish in his hair to make him look younger, but he's still pretty old. And it's, it's so bad. So much of that film is so, it's so true. bad. It's true. This man has no ass. And there was there was the, the, the Martin Sheen's, uh, uh, like, female fatale who was like always wearing leather and had guns strapped to her she was like a rob liefeld monster yeah yeah she was pretty bad too like just everything about that film was just just awful yeah. but it's it's, but it's such, such a, a cool, cool character i was about to say the exact same thing such a cool character he's cool yeah. but it's also todd mcfarlane being edgy as fuck yeah like when you but realize the it's, 90s man it's todd mcfarlane being todd mcfarlane like it's it's pretty cringe as well at the same time yeah, and they just uh, like there was some weird tone to this film. Like they tried to do jokes during the film that just and yeah. and, and porking yeah. and doing it and lacking it. Oh God, he's just so awful in that film. Yeah. And then yeah, it just, there's so many things that just don't, don't work. And especially especially when he goes down to hell and you see Mel Bolger and uh, like all the spawn armies and I don't remember any oh. of that. I think I've blanked a lot of that movie out of my memory. The, uh, like, the, the motorbike like chase scene is literally sped up like fast forward. Oh. It's so bad. Blade Trinity. That should also be on this list. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, yeah, it's it's Dominic yeah. Purcell is Dracula and he was this big red monster at the end of the film. Yeah. 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 Good picks, guys. Good list. Good topic. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of films that need to be redone. These are the most important ones, though. Start with these and work yourself backwards from there. Yeah. Oh, I also forgot. Uh, in less than uh, two weeks' time... Uh, two weeks? It says the two... Fuck, motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> as of the 29th of November, Marvel get their rights back from Netflix in regards to Daredevil and Blue Cage and all that sort of stuff like that. So that's going to be interesting. Oh, there were hints no. that um, I think John Berthold, John Berthold, whatever yeah. his fucking name is, uh, hinted that it, yeah, he might be doing another season. Well, the punch, it'll, be, it'll be with Disney then. Yeah, yeah. He's saying it, it might not be over. those down to like eight episodes, make them actual content and no filler episodes where he's just bleeding for yeah, like that was 40. That was the problem of all of those shows on Netflix. Just try to do like, because they did like 12, ep- 12 episodes in those shows, didn't they? And it's yeah. just like, there's so much filler. There's eight episode arcs for solid content. Leave yeah. the fucking rest of it Jessica out. Jessica Jones. Don't have 12 episodes, don't yeah. make them. Jessica Jones season one was good, and then they killed the good thing about that show, and then season yeah. two and three sucked. But also, there was always so much filler. The Defenders you know, wasn't too bad. One was, oh, you know, the problem with Jessica Jones, they brought in an Australian, and she fucked it up. It's <laughs> true. Australians are fucking up everything. Oh, it's that her best mate, the radio yeah, host he's thing. Yeah, he does drugs. And... Oh, that's right. She becomes a superhero by doing drugs. Yeah. I mean, fuck, she's hot, but yeah, she's hot. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, I will say, the best episode was the was the Luke Cage crossover with Iron Fist when they did Patty Cake in the warehouse and they fucking blew up the warehouse by punching punching his hand and stuff. That was fucking cool. The Heroes for Hire episode. I didn't even get that far. It's, yeah. it's just, you, like you don't need to watch it. Just find that one episode and watch it. It's literally just a Heroes for Hire episode. It's fantastic. No thanks. <laughs> Pass. Heroes for Hire, Ricky. <laughs> All right. I don't think has anyone have any more picks. I think we're done. 
We're done. We're good. I think we're done. Okay, cool. Tom, your last pick. <laughs> Batman and Robin. Ah, oh, oh. no, leave it. It's fine. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger and fucking polar bear slippers. It's fine. Nipples. <laughs> Uh, that's going to do it for this week's episode now if you have some films that you think should have a Snyder Cut remake reshoot just you know, completely fucking fix it drop a line on our Facebook listener community you can find the link maybe in the description below if I remember if not you can type in Shake and Not Nerd listener community in on Facebook or of course you can find it on you know, Facebook by finding our Shake and Not Nerd page because we keep sharing all the stuff in there as well um, well this is it for me I've been Duty I hope you've enjoyed this episode what episode number is this? I don't know 194 I think <laughs> I don't check. Yeah, thanks. So. Uh, that's what I'm going with. Sure, it's a number and it's high. Yes. Uh, well, yes. Uh, I've been duty. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Mm, I've been in. I have also been present. <laughs> I was here. A chicka chicka. Saladas. You can hear the whiplash going in the background now. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> It sounds so loud. How loud is that in the recording? (laughs) I'm still recording, Tom.